This is Original Six. What? It's always Ryan's Yo, I'm feet. deaf, right? <laughs> Could you, you speak a little me? bit louder? I was doing ASMR. Paul, Paul doesn't really know what that is. In my ear. He, can't, he can't hear what that is. <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back. It's the Original Six Podcast. Uh, Ryan Savine, as always, joined by Paul Ananitis and Zach Mullen. Boys, what's crackalacking? Same stuff. What's shaking bacon? That's a good one. Zach, what's popping? I don't know. What that is oh popping, my <laughs> goodness. He still Come hasn't on. figured it out. At this point, I know what it is. I'm just not out. doing it on purpose. I'm going to wait till the, like the last episode we record and then maybe I'll do it. Fair. There's right no after you say, uh, right after you call it a potty. That, that's the yeah, exactly. last episode of the season. I'll do that. Okay, clip the season. All right, never before. Clip that. In other news, today happens to be our very last episode of season two. Yay! (laughs) Good work, boys. If if you jinx it and the NHL shuts down their season, I swear, stop, stop, stop. I mean, I think I don't. I mean, I don't think they'll shut down. I think they'll like take a break. If anything, true. They can't afford to shut down. They can't afford to do a lot of things. Hmm. (laughs) They can't afford to have Batman. That's that's a good point. Yes. Um, In other news, today would be Wednesday, December 15th, when we're recording this. Uh, This episode's going up tomorrow. So that'll be Thursday, the 16th. Obviously, the game against the Calgary Flames uh, has been postponed. The flames are, are currently fizzling out due to COVID. It's all Lucci sensitive, and I am sorry. It's all Lucci just felt. Poor Milan. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. So if you're joining us, once again, thank you. If you are new here, make sure to stick around. We are very fun, says all of our parents. Uh, this is the best podcast hosted by any of our parents' children. Can confirm. Uh, so follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Check us out on Instagram. TikTok, Twitter, all that jazz. Um, and uh, pretty somber week in the NHL with uh, COVID-19 protocol sweeping the league. Uh, so why don't we jump into our week in review and uh, we can take it from there. Alrighty. So I'll do the first game. 5-3 loss to Tampa Bay. And I just got to say that giveaways really killed us this game. I think we had a, I think the Leafs had a great game. They had a lot of opportunities outshot Tampa 38 to 27. We just couldn't really solve Basilevsky as much as we wanted to. We still got three goals on him, which was pretty nice, but the giveaways just, just killed us way too many giveaways in the offensive zone and in the defensive zone, which led to so many chances for Tampa. And they just, they just buried their chances and we couldn't. So that's just pretty much the story of that game. Um, yeah, I don't think we played bad. It's just the the couple plays that really just killed killed the Leafs. 
that's pretty much all you can say about that game, really. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. But the good news is that was our only loss this week because our next game on Saturday was a 5-4 win over the visiting Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, This one was not great from an objective standpoint. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, and I don't have a quote on this, but Sheldon Keefe did said he didn't like the game whatsoever, even though they won, uh, just because they, yeah, it was not great. So um, Taves opened the scoring for Chicago. Then we had four goals in a row, power, two power play goals. Uh, Tavares Math- and Matthews had power play goals. Then we had Nylander, Engvall got one. So we're up 4-1 in the second period. Kind of looks like we're running away with the game a little bit. And then we kind of just took our foot off the gas and just kind of let go of it. Chicago scored three goals in a row, uh, one in the second, and then two in the third period to tie the game up 4-4 in a game where we definitely could have uh, run away with this. Looking at uh, some of the win probability stuff, Toronto's win probability when we scored to make it um, – 4-1 was at like 95% chance to win. And then when they tied the game, it went all the way down to like 52%. So shows how close like betters and stuff were predicting uh, that the Leafs would finish winning the game. And you know what they did? Because David Camp burns his former team again. I think he scored in that first game we played in Chicago. So Camp scored again with a minute and 20 left off a really odd bounce off the off the stanchion. Uh, the goalie went to go play it, bounced in the middle of the slot, camp buried it, and gave us a 5-4, maybe undeserved win. Maybe. Poor Kevin Lankinen. Did you see Dubis's reaction? <laughs> no, I didn't. Really? So what, once once camp scored that, they put the camera on Dubis, and he just like literally shook his head and walked away. He's like, I'm <laughs> done with this. He's like, I can't believe we just won like that. We played so bad. And well, if I'm not, well in the first. if I'm not mistaken, no Chicago goal, goals were scored by Kane or DeBrinket, who are the, basically their only two offensive threats. Correct. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't even have points in this game. No. There you go. Um, McCabe got one. Something. Taves got one. Oh, Peter Mrazek played his first game back after a month out with a groin injury. That's what I forgot. Uh, would love to see him like have a a good game. I think he was like he made a couple of really good saves. Yeah, like, in the second period specifically. But uh, yeah, I would would like to see him have like a fantastic game. So hopefully in the future that would be nice. He's yet to do that in a Leafs uniform, however. Yeah, I think he's given up what like four or five goals in each of the three games that he's played. Minimum yes. three in each, Minimum I think. Three. Yeah, he has um terrible stats for the three games he's played. Ain't that lovely? I mean, he's two one and zero, but like he has a four thirteen goals against average and an eight eighty save percentage. So. Hey, it's going down. Before yes. it was four twenty. Yes. Nice. If it kept going up, my goodness, gotta sell that would have been a problem. Things. Um. So after those two games, we uh, begin our Western Conference road trip last night in Edmonton. Um. Not a lot of points on this game. I mean, they they played a very solid. Just well, well-rounded game. Obviously, it was the Matthews show once again with two goals. Uh, defensively, they looked good. Obviously, they only gave up the one goal. Um, I mean, 
this was, you know, like after a loss and a victory, this was the game that's like, okay, this is the type of hockey that obviously they want to play, you know, scoring five goals, a bit of a wash. But the, to me, the, the important piece here is, is only giving up one goal against Edmonton and not coming from McDavid or Dreisaitl. Plus you add Nylander's phenomenal play and pass to Riley in there, and it just tops off what was like a very good all-round game. Second period, a little shaky. Um, didn't get, I think it was a shot in the first eight minutes of the period. Correct. Something like that. And then Simmons obviously scores the first shot of the period. But you know what? As far as a full game goes, I'd say they played 50 out of like a full, they didn't play a full 60, but they came pretty close. I'd say like they played a solid 50, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you play a solid 50, you're probably going to win most games. Yeah. But you never know. That's true. Uh, I find we always, at least this and last season, we always play the Oilers well. Yeah. We, we shut down McDavid and dry side pretty well. And if we don't, McDavid scores highlight real goals against Morgan Riley. Yeah, it's one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's specifically oh, against Morgan Riley. Yep. This time it was the opposite, though. McDavid, I think, got burned a couple of times in this game. Like, that yeah, by Willie Styles. Yeah, Nylander out-raced him. McDavid was, like, hot on his heels, and, like, Nylander just kept going to right before that Riley goal. So Nice to see. Nice to see. Uh, what else was I going to say? McKay have also made his debut uh, in Edmonton. Yeah, That is true. Back from the injured Robodaw Island, which is where I thought he might actually stay forever. <laughs> he lives, <laughs> he came back. lives to see another day. Yeah, he played like 15 minutes of ice time. For Not him. bad. Yeah, something like that. You he see, had some um, power play time too. You see Dreisaitl's open net miss? Oh, did I? Yep. I saw I go on a stick with the empty net and I was like, okay, it's going to be one, nothing. And then he missed it. And I was like, this man has 42 points in 23 games. What the heck is going on? Sick. I'm here for it. I know. I'll and, take uh, it. Did you also see for the game, Nylander and uh, Barry were mic'd up? I saw that, but I didn't hear what they said. Yeah. There was, there were moments here and there. The, the best part of it was pregame Tyson Barry with teammate Cody CC. Sitting down on the bench. There's no friends over there, Cody. And they don't have any friends over here either. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I mean, everyone probably hates those two because they stink. Don't worry, Tyson. You're not our friend. No, we're actually happy to be playing against you. Yeah, especially Cody CC. Oh, mm. boy. It gives me great pleasure to see <laughs> Matthews going down on Cody CC. Oh, God. That last goal was beautiful. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so 2-1-0. For the week, which uh, makes Zach Mullen a smart-looking man because he got that one correct. Finally. Finally. First one. I swear I didn't get one right all last season, too, so I feel like this is first ever. Wow. We should celebrate. Yeah, yeah I think we that is celebrate. like Zach's first ever like week in review. Correct prediction. Yeah. Good on you, mate. It's about time. Good on you. 28 and two would be the Maple Leafs record. First in the Atlantic, first in the East, first in the NHL with a semi asterisk that they've played more games than most teams. However, 28 and two in 30 games to have 20 wins is, is pretty remarkable, especially considering the start that they had. I know, right? Honestly, 
yeah, that first stretch where we were considering like, who do we trade? How do we fix this? What do yeah. we do? Fire everyone except who wants Marner's contract. <laughs> Honestly, shaved the stash and we've been good. Yeah, he has something like. Yeah, but he. But when he had the stash, games. he played well. That's true. The goals just weren't coming the way they are now. Hmm. Fair. Yeah, he gave Dreisaitl like a 13-point lead in the in the rocket race. And he's like, okay, I'm going to start trying now. And then he's coming back. He's behind him by three goals. But how many games has Matthews played? Because the Leafs have only played Uh, 30 and Matthews is at 20. Matthews has played 27. So he has 20 goals in 27 games. 20 goals in 27 games. For 33 points with his 13 assists. Correct. Pretty spicy, if you ask me. Very. All right. Figure this we're going to spend a chunk of our time today, but uh, definitely worth taking a look at some latest news. I mean, some stuff going on in Leafs Nation, uh, but I mean, the, the big news, obviously, just COVID coming around the NHL. We'll get to that, but let's start with the Leafs. Uh, and in a move that nobody cares about, the Leafs have traded Curtis Gabriel <laughs> to Chicago for Chad Cries or Kyers or Chris or whoever he is. So whoever wrote this, please feel free to tell me who he is. Okay, so uh, I had to do some searching on who this was. Uh, essentially, he's just a, a defenseman uh, who was playing in Chicago's AHL team. He had shoulder surgery so uh, back in March and was expected to miss five to seven months. So his one assist in eight games before he was traded was not really a good highlight. He was on some, uh, I think it was under under 20 defensemen rankings and he was in the top 25 on those rankings a few years ago but he's kind of had a downward trend recently so this is probably more of a can the Leafs develop like star development staff make something out of someone who was you know had really high ranking and then went down Uh, a good comparable for this would be Timothy Lilligren who was a very high uh toted defenseman before the draft and voted I like it and that yes, and then he was out. Uh, I think he had mono, didn't he? He was out for something. He was out Someone. for a, a good amount of time. Yeah, and then he dropped off like the radar of a bunch of teams, and we picked him up. So maybe this is another Lilligren. Well, I mean, it, it shows because Lilligren's been playing fantastic. Yeah, it's taken him a while to get it to get up there, and you could argue Rasmus Sandin too. And mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, Sandin was a little quicker. Yeah, but worth the wait. For sure. Um, we kind of mentioned this before. Peter Morazic returns after missing month. What did we think of his play? Anything? I mean, gave up how many goals to Chicago? Four. I wouldn't Four, say but... I wouldn't say the game is on him because the team kind of seemed to just stop playing around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, sometimes you need your goalie to bail you out. And it just seemed like he wasn't going to do that. Well, I mean, we, we did get outshot 35 to 26 and and when Chicago was making their, their comeback, Morazic made some really, really, really key saves, like uh, one nice pad save in, in front, a couple other really good saves. So I know he let in four goals, but, but he did save the game, we could say, because he made some really key saves when, when he had to. Fair I mean, not the, not, the, not the best performance uh, with four goals against Chicago, but like, if, if the whole team just stops playing in front of you, there's not much you can really do. Um, but he did make some key saves. So I, I don't think he played that bad, but he definitely could have played better. 
For sure. Also have to give him some credit. He has been off and on. He's only played three games. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to get in a groove if those three games span over three different months as well. Yeah. So he finally actually played a game without getting injured. Yeah. Uh, more Leafs news, Jason Spezza and the NHLPA appealed his six-game suspension. I don't think it was successful because he has not played since his hit on uh, Mr. Neil Pionk. Yeah, nothing. I haven't heard anything about it, and these usually take a while, too. I remember Tom Wilson appealed his, what was it, 10-game suspension a few years ago, and like by the time his appeal finished, he had already served like seven or eight of those 10 games. So there you go. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this doesn't even finish in time. It might just be more of a formalities thing when it's over. Fair mm-hmm. enough. And also I heard on the broadcast with the Oilers game last night that Brad Meyer was uh, officiating the game last night. Obviously the same referee who officiated that Leafs Jets game. Yeah, I could see Leafs Twitter was not uh not no, too happy not, telling the Leafs players to hey be careful because you might <laughs> you might get knee knee on knee or something in this game and nothing's gonna happen. But that's what that's what some Twitter was was saying. But I didn't see anything in the Edmonton game that was. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Zach, you want to take this next one here? McKayev's return. So we already mentioned that McKayev came back. He has been out this whole season with a surgery. Was it on his thumb or his elbow? It was one of it was like a hand, arm, thumb, thumb. Yeah, it was out with a thumb, uh, thumb injury. Had surgery like pretty recent before the season started. So it's nice to see him back. It does raise questions about the Leafs cap situation once Marner returns from his injury, uh, because they're going to be really, really tight to the cap hit with uh, McKay's contract, which is not huge, but I feel like it's more than it was when he's on the LTIR, right? So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Kyle Dubis and the team do to try and, you know, not go over the cap limit with uh, Marner mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah, they still haven't signed Josh Hosang, so they haven't listened to our last episode, clearly. Dang. No. They really should. That stinks. Missed opportunity. I want to see Josh Hosang play. Yes. Uh, Zach, would you like to take this next one? Which... Oh, this next one. Yes, uh, my bad. But <laughs> this no, one's all okay. yours as well. Sure. Uh, Leafs prospects, uh, Roni Hervinen. And Topi Niemela, oh, dang it! I was like, "Don't mess it up." Niemela, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, both uh, Finnish players. Uh, they're—I'm going to say "touted" again, just for Ryan. They're touted. touted. It is touted. Is it touted? Yeah. Did you not understand why I made fun of you before? No, I actually thought it was touted. Touted like a tote bag. Yeah. No, it's touted. Like a totem pole. It's touted. Touted. Yeah. Dang. Wow, I did not pick up on that. <laughs> okay. You well, tote. <laughs> I'll put you over my shoulder. You can be my tote bag. Oh. Am I gonna yes. cost thirty dollars from Tim Hortons? From Tim only Tim. if you say Zach Biebs on it. Zach Biebs. Ooh, Zach Biebs. <laughs> That's actually not that bad, you know. It's pretty bad. Wouldn't it's it be? Pretty, <laughs> wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be Tim Zach's? <laughs> I, I mean, technically yes, but. You know, okay, no, you, never mind. The, Mullen most... bits? <laughs> Ew. Zach balls? Sounds like you're... Ew! <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Zach, just keep going. Instead of okay. a 10-pack, you get those, a Zach pack. Those oh, Zach. You get a 10, Zach. <laughs> those two players were named to the Finnish World Junior Championship roster. 
So it'll be interesting to see if the Leafs prospects do anything in that in the tournament. So well, I mean, Nia Mello's been playing fantastic. Has He's like one of the top scorers in his league. Yeah. Did we did we get him from San Jose, or am I thinking of Anti Swamella? Yeah, you're thinking of that guy because I think we drafted Niamela. Could be. I wonder what that noise is. Let's see. What noise? Could you it's, hear it's just Zach typing. He's trying to order uh, some Zach bits. I'm ordering some Zach bits. Ew. Wait, Zach, if you were to sell a tote bag with your collab with Tim Hortons, how much would it go for? $75. Good Lord. What? Because I don't, I'd only make like 20 of them. Be like limited edition. That's insane. I'm buying one of those. You're not buying one of those? No way, Jose. Dang. No chance. Well, Paul was right. In 31 games, uh, he has six goals, 18 points, 18 assists for 24 points. I read that wrong. So How many goals? Six goals. Yeah. Good on you. Whatever you I think is. he leads defensemen. Yeah. See? I know my stuff. There you go. Nice. Good, good for you, Paul. Round of applause Thanks, for all Thanks. from all the listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. See how you didn't hear anything? <laughs> Is that because we have no listeners? Oh, it was just because I didn't clap, but yeah, I know that. I saw. Very rude of you. All right, moving on. Um, it is rumored, uh, but not quite confirmed that the Ontario government has announced today that there will be some new restrictions due to our rising COVID-19 case numbers. And these indoor restrictions will include NHL arenas. So at least in Ontario, uh, Maple Leafs and Senators games will likely be reduced to 50% capacity. And the Paul, score will, actually said it. Paul, I will allow you to say what your response was to that about the Senators. Oh, it's not like they have 50% capacity anyways. Shots <laughs> <laughs> fired. Uh, oh, here it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had a... Uh, for the audience sake, I had put it that I couldn't find any second source based on this, but the score updated this 39 minutes ago, which was after the last time I checked. So good on you. Paul. Yeah. That's what I just showed you, buddy. There you go. I can't do you held up your phone like this. No, no, no. I, I held it up read. normally. You just weren't paying attention. He's got Zach bits on the brain. Yeah. He, he was, he was seeing how to rip everybody off with this bags. Hey, I'm trying to make a quick buck. This is a great idea. That's, that's not going to be quick. Timbits by Mullen MD. Yes. If it's if it's made by a doctor, they'll think it's healthy and they'll buy more. <laughs> With only 80 grams of sugar per five. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's uh, let's go into some news from around the league. And obviously, what seemed to start this big COVID-19 spiral were the Calgary Flames. So they had their next three games at the time postponed. One of those has already happened. The next one, I believe, was supposed to be tomorrow uh, yes. against the Leafs. Uh, 17 players on the roster, as well as some coaches and staff members, have been placed on the COVID protocol. However, we don't know who has COVID or is deemed a close contact. Um, but I believe that they are treating this like an outbreak. So you've got to assume it's more than a handful of players who and staff who have actually contracted the virus. Yeah. Yes. Um, then the Canes played them right before, and they've lost three people to COVID-19 protocol, which includes Aho and Svechnikov. So I don't know if they've announced that the Hurricanes have postponed any games, but I imagine they're going to. 
I would not be surprised if they did. Not wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, just to try and like, I think Calgary is like an epicenter for this kind of thing, and so you can kind of track like who's played them when, and then as soon as like you've got one case on one of those teams in the last like week, maybe two two weeks, like then I can see them shutting it right down. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Do you think? I mean, I think at this point it's inevitable that there will be tighter restrictions for the teams and the players moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think they've already announced, if I remember correctly, because I was reading it today, they've, um, they're bringing back like daily testing. So for vaccinated players and staff, it used to be every three days, so 72 hours, they'd get tested. But now mm-hmm. they're bringing it back for, I think, once or twice a day. Uh, and they're also Smart. saying that um, players need to I- players from the away team need to isolate uh, in hotel rooms and stuff. They're not like allowed to just be hanging around with each other anymore. So these are all new rules that have been implemented today, and they're supposed to be going until mid January at the probably least. longer, probably longer. Interesting. I mean that sucks, but if those are are the sacrifices that have to be made in order for the game to continue. I mean, I think I don't think they would mind. I think the players are on board kind of begrudgingly because mm-hmm. whether they have a choice or not is not really they don't have a choice. Discussion. Uh there's no choice. No. But even um in I think after last night's uh post game interview, Campbell was talking about it. He's like, we're just we're down to do whatever keeps everyone safe. So what a Campbell response. We love soup. That's true. Soup. Soup in the winter makes everything better. Yes. That's true. All right, Paul, why don't you take the next two? All right. So Robbie Fabry signs a three-year, $12 million extension. Why? I don't know. Because that's insane for him. I never expected Robbie Fabry to get four million a year AAV. But you know what? Good for him. He just finessed the system. That's all you can really say about that. And then for more news, that's fun to me, but not fun for Montreal. Tyler Toffoli is. Why is this fun for you? Because I hate Montreal. (laughs) Okay. Tyler Toffoli is supposed to miss eight weeks after undergoing hand surgery. What happened to him? I don't know. But that's the news. And Tyler Toffoli has been one of the best players for Montreal since he's got there. Has he? And he's been terrible. He doesn't say much. Does, oh, that's doesn't say much, at. though, because they stink. That's what he's getting at. He has yeah. been one of their best players, and he has been doing bad. Yeah, so there's like say five much. goals on the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. That's, I, I, you didn't let me finish. I said doesn't say much, but, you know. My apologies. You know, it happens. I'm just angry because I have him in fantasy and drafted him like one of those rate le- – Rate round, late round goal scorer potential players, and he's been garbage. Yeah, you tried to trade him to me a couple weeks ago. I was like, <laughs> Did I? Heck no. <laughs> yeah. You should have done it, but fill up that IR spot. Nice. Seems right. My Seems IR right. is overflowing. Welcome to the club. It's very true. I actually just dropped to Foley before we started recording. It's probably a good choice. I had him on the IR, and I was like, you know what? He, he was starting to play well. And I was like, okay, he's out for eight weeks. Goodbye. Yeah, he got mm. he he got a goal in, in eight games. He's been playing well. Yeah, considering his average pace before that was a goal in seventeen games. So yeah, <laughs> fair. 
Fair. Oh, Tyler Toffoli. Um, the Dallas Stars placed Anton Kudobin on waivers, uh, which was kind of surprising. I, I, I wondered when I saw that if anyone was going to pick him up, you know, like a team who's been really struggling with goaltenders. Like, I don't know why Arizona wouldn't have grabbed him. Yeah. That was the very first team I thought of. Even though uh, that new guy is like seemingly doing well, I would be like I was really surprised they didn't pick him up. Like yeah, like someone could have used him. He's not a bad goalie. What's his cap hit though? I feel like it's probably. I think it's three. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely above three, and I maybe maybe that's why. And the term also could have put people that's off. Check. But I guess if you yeah. could fit him on your cap, you could just send him down to the minors and if he clears waivers and he clears waivers and if not you lose him and yeah. got him for nothing anyways he has a 3.333333 three. yeah i was about to say for how many more years um, it's one year after this yep. uh, oh he has a no trade clause this season so maybe that's probably why dallas didn't try and you know trade him somewhere oh yeah no trade clause mm-hmm. i like him because everyone calls him dobby but he is not a house elf he's not a house elf I don't think Paul gets it. Paul doesn't watch. Harry's giving Dobby a sock. Dobby is free. (laughs) Next. Here lies Dobby, a free elf. That's what he said. He didn't say that line. No, because he's dead. Anyway, stop. Another news. (laughs) Look at Paul's face. (laughs) What is happening? Paul, you look like a creature right there. He doesn't know who that is either. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it. No idea. Someone in our fantasy league just picked up Clayton Keller. Sorry, go on. I just thought that was funny. Clayton Keller. Because why would you pick up anyone on Arizona? Although, I know, you, know I who's, you know who's playing surprisingly, like, not terribly lately is, is Phil the hot dog eating thrill. He's a specimen. <laughs> who are still paying $1.1 million this year. Yes. In other news, Ryan. Oh, in other um, news, do you want me to take it? I can. Take yeah, Zach, I don't know where we it. are. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, in more Dallas Stars goaltending news, uh, Ben Bishop, who would probably be the best goaltender on their team if he was healthy, uh, is forced into retirement due to a degrading knee issue. So, Ben Bishop has been out for what, like two, three years, mm-hmm. like just trying to get over this one thing. Um, but he just couldn't do it. He was a really good goaltender uh, for, did he play for Ottawa? Was it Ottawa, Tampa, Dallas? Sounds yeah. about right. Yep. Something like that. Anyway, he's a really good goaltender. Uh, very unfortunate because uh, I think he was only like 33. Yeah. He had maybe. a career average of 921. So actually he was like decent. Yeah. He was a, he's a big goaltender too. Tall dude. Six, seven. Yeah. So he was that's really all. good. So that's big, ben. big Ben. Big Ben. That's why they call him Big Ben. Instead of Hermione, he hurt my knee. All right, next. <laughs> I think I broke Zach. Oh, my goodness. The amount of Harry Potter references today is unreal. Anywho. Uh, the Canucks of Vancouver are so far undefeated under new head coach Bruce Boudreau, which includes scoring four unanswered goals last night. Uh, for a comeback victory and against who I can't remember who are they playing? I think it was Columbus last night. Yes. They were down three, three, nothing. And they won four, three, I think. 
Good on them. I told you guys they'd be good this year. They, were they beat so Columbus. Woohoo! Now, yeah, you can't. You, so bad. You don't now. always start well. Look at the Blues in 2018 when they won. That is, I hate how true that is. It's very. I know they're not winning the cup. You're right, but I told you they'd be good because the rest All of right. the division's garbage because the Ducks are in first. The Ducks are doing well because they have good young talent. The Ducks are doing well for lack of competition in their division. Thank you. That's that's essentially that's why I thought I, the yeah. the Canucks would be good. Yeah, it'll be interesting to look our and look at our preseason uh, uh, previews and predictions for the the standings. Oh, they're going to be so bad at the end of the, the season. <laughs> winning the division. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had Chicago as a top three team in the Central. Yeah, I don't know why you picked that. I don't know, man. I thought Flurry and Jones were going to give him a good surge. Uh, Are you too. crazy? I like. I had the mid. I think. Like who? Who would expect Zach, thirty games into the season that the Anaheim Ducks are better than the Oilers? Zach, didn't you say that Minnesota would be first in their division? I might have. No, yeah, I think you're first them, right now. No, I think you had them second after Colorado. Yeah, Colorado first, and then I remember having Minnesota really high. Let's see. Uh, I can take a look at them right now. Paul had Minnesota in fifth. I had Minnesota in second. Ryan had Minnesota in sixth. I don't want to talk about it. St. Louis in second, Ryan. Let's go. No, no, no. In in your prediction. I don't know about. Yeah, they're in second right now. Are they in second in their division right now? Yes, Yeah, they are. It's Minnesota, St. Louis, Colorado. But somehow Tory Krug gets no points, and it just infuriates me. He's not much of a point producer. He should be. He should be. It was on Boston. Anyway, uh, Zach, you want to take this next one? Because I did not uh, see this, but uh, the NHL admits they got a goal wrong in a Buffalo versus a Rangers game. Yeah, so they waved off. Oh, now I got to remember what it was. But they, like, like they waved off. So a goal went in, and then it got challenged. And then it got overturned and the overturning was inconclusive. So they should have, like, they had no evidence to completely overturn. I think it had something to do with seeing the puck cross the line or something like, uh, oh gosh, no, I can't fully remember this, but yeah, there was inconclusive evidence and the referees on ice made a call that they shouldn't have. Wow. What else is new? <laughs> they took away the goal. What is new is the NHL admitting that they were wrong. Which was wow. incredible. They've come so, so they far. Released a full statement saying that it should have been, uh, should have been a good goal. And I think Buffalo lost that game by like one goal. So it actually had an impact. Because what else could go wrong for the Buffalo Sabers? Um, what could go wrong for the Buffalo Sabers? Like, if you had to theorize, what could go wrong for that team? What would it be? I don't know. They Everyone get... gets COVID. <laughs> Just gonna say that. <laughs> We're terrible human beings. The obvious one. The obvious one. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thing. everyone else in the league gets COVID and they de facto win the cup. Tage Thompson gets MVP. Tage Thompson. Huge. Yeah, the really big guy on Buffalo. Big guy. Oh yeah. Number seventy-two, I think. Big guy. Don't know how I know that. I don't know. Um, let's uh, wrap up some latest and breaking news with Mark Andre Fleury hitting his 500th career National Hockey League win. Joins Bordeaux and Wah, and he is the fastest goalie to hit 500 wins. And it took him 901 games. 
Good on you. Good for him. Look at him go. That's pretty damn impressive. First ballot hall. Three of Stanley Famer, Cups for too. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And he, he's he's turning around his season. I mean, he hasn't been fantastic, but you know the reason why Chicago is winning some games now can largely, in part, be uh, be looked to him for the reason why. Hmm. Yeah. Agreed. This is true. Um, so kind of a bit of a discussion here. Um, and this, I guess, kind of goes into what we'll discuss a bit later in the next segment as well, but with COVID. Now that it seems like the outbreak has spanned multiple teams, multiple players, there's 39, according to TSN, there are 39 NHL players currently in COVID-19 protocol. Um, if, if either of you were Gary Bettman, or in his position right now, I would not wish upon that. I would not wish that upon either of you to be Gary Bettman. Um, would you, I don't know if it's like, would you shut down the league or would you consider shutting down the league or going on like a temporary hiatus? I, I guess the only other side of it that we won't consider though is implications. You know, if you shut down for two weeks, does that mean games get rescheduled or the games just don't happen? So keeping that in mind, what, what would you do at this point? Ooh, it's tough. I probably, I mean, considering how many COVID outbreaks there have been, and it's probably not going to get any better. So I probably would have like a two week break, a two week hiatus. And the games that are going to be missed, I would do a vote for the players to say if they want to continue, if they want to play those games, or if they want to just forget about them and have the season finished at the same time and go into playoffs. I'd have the players choose that. Well, I can tell you this. If it were up to the owners, they would not want they the owners would want the games to be rescheduled because then it becomes a revenue loss. Yeah. Yep. Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's definitely something that needs to be considered. Uh it's unfortunate, but at the same time, you kind of if you do a two-week break, it's kind of like a reset on the outbreaks and stuff, right? You take a two-week break. You have everyone just get away from each other. And then when you all come back together, hopefully that kind of like resets everything uh, and has a a fresh start. It kind of sucks that there's a two week break built into the NHL schedule right now for the Olympics. And so I really would, I would be surprised if the players go to the Olympics this year, I'd be surprised, which is unfortunate because like seeing the Olympics, like Crosby's golden goal was like one of the highlights of, like my life my, hockey my, history yeah hockey history in general so not having that this year with nhl players would uh definitely be disappointing but i'm surprised if they go i think the players are gonna are gonna opt to be safe here take a two-week hiatus it's already built into the schedule that way the owners are happy they're not losing their revenue they're not canceling games and then the players stay safer or healthier however you want to look at it so yeah, I think the reason they're taking so long to figure it out is because they're they're kind of weighing the risks of, you know, I think there's what, 700 players in the NHL right now. And one isn't vaccinated, which is Tyler Bertuzzi for him. He's the only one. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, he's the he's only, the only one. player yeah, yeah. in the National Hockey League that's not vaccinated. Really? Blackwood yeah. got vaccinated? Yeah, he did. He was late. He had some medical. Yeah, I know. I know it wasn't just for not wanting it, but. Yeah. So Good Lord, TB. I think also, that's probably why they're 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 slow to it. 
with the Olympics, if a player gets COVID, they have to quarantine for three to six weeks. Yeah, in so Beijing. that's going to affect the their NHL schedule. And Big do time. the players want to risk that? I don't think so. Do the do the coaches want them to risk that? I doubt that. No, the owners are to... probably pushing so hard for players not to go to the yeah, Olympics. Because, like, let's say, no, I'm not even going to say it, but, but I know what you're. I mean, thinking. I yeah. obviously want to see NHL players go to the Olympics because that's like the best part about it. But it, but I don't want them to risk. Getting yeah, COVID not and, not at the expense of them getting COVID. Yeah, I don't want to risk them getting the anything uh, if that means them not playing for their actual NHL teams. I don't want to. I don't want them to risk it, and hopefully, hopefully the outbreaks stop. But I, I, as Zach said, I don't see them going to the Olympics this year. Yeah. Well, uh, what I was gonna say is, if the league does decide to do something like a two-week, just league-wide isolation and then decide not to send the players to Olympics, they can now reschedule those games in the empty two-week chunk that was That's a good point. reserved for the Olympics. You could That's do that, point. yeah. That's a good point. But I, the, my problem is I don't know if you can call that, make that call now, because at this point you don't know if they're going or not. Yeah. So I think the decision they face is, do we isolate with the chance of just canceling two weeks of games? And if we don't end up going to the Olympics, then we can reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. Just take that two week just take that two week period and that they missed it, and just, and just move it to yeah to that two week break. Exactly. Uh however, with the Olympics, at least in terms of NHL players going, that idea is looking gloom. The world juniors are slated to be happening starting later this month. They will be bubbled boxing and isolated day. on Boxing Day, yeah, in Edmonton once again. Uh so Yuck. If, you know, there are no Olympics, at least we do have our World Juniors, which I know for most hockey fans is a pretty awesome time of year, just around the, the holiday season as well. Uh, so, Zach, you want to talk a little bit about this one? Sure. So, I don't know about you guys, but, like, World Juniors is on my mind every December to January. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people talk yeah. about how after after Christmas and the holidays, like, there's, like, this low period where, like, there's literally nothing and you're depressed because Christmas is over and it's not New Year's yet. This cures all that because it's World Junior Hockey. It's fantastic every year. Um, so World Junior roster has Connor Bedard, who is 16 years old, making this team. He's uh, filthy. And, and World Juniors, by the way, are an under-20 championship. So that's extremely impressive. He makes He's uh, added to a high-caliber list of players who have played at 16, including Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, and the GOAT. Jason Spezza have all played for the a few league. more in there too, right? Bomeister. Yeah, Bomeister, Lindros. Lindros, yeah. And I think there's someone else that we're missing, but Frederick Gauthier. Frederick no. Is, no. Frederick Gauthier wouldn't even play if he was 20. No, uh, he was on the World he Juniors. Did. He was on the World Juniors a couple of years. Yeah, but he stinks. He was a fourth line like shutdown guy. I remember. Yeah, totally that's remember. what that's what he's that's what he's meant to do. He stinks. Yeah. Yeah, the only shutdown happened was with his own team. He just hey, killed Paul, us. How many how many NHL games have you played? <laughs> I've played zero, but I could probably do more than Frederick Gauthier if I played in the NHL. I'd put money I'd, on that against I'd, you. I'd like I would too. Just put me with put me with Austin Matthews, and I'll snipe a Gino <laughs> with seconds. That's not fair. Yeah, it is. I, I never said you, what I can do and what I can't Paul do. If you put Paul with Austin Matthews and you put Gauthier with Connor McDavid, like. 
maybe that's both teams have a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I love the game. You think okay. Goche plays and doesn't love the game? <laughs> no, because he stinks. Yeah, that's how it works. He's like, why game. am I even here? I suck. I'm on the Coyotes or Devils. Devils. On the Devils. He's on a professional tryout with the New Jersey Devils. You know your is career is going the down the toilet when you have a PTO with the Devils. No, but I thought he signed because he had like five or nine games played or something. Yeah, the, you can't be on a PTO for the whole year. Yeah, it's a PTO. I'm playing for free. <laughs> yeah, he should play for free. He sucks that much. <laughs> okay. Um, really quick before we go into a little fun segment and then the week ahead. Uh, after, you know, some follow to the Ma- Milano Zegris lacrosse assist, John Tortorella in a broadcast says he's not sure if it's, quote, good for the game. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? How? Start with Zachary. Okay, so Tortorella said this, and I can see where he's going, but I don't agree with him. He's, so what he talked about in the interview, I'm not, not sure if you guys uh, watched it, but he essentially said, you know, if you tried that, 15, 20 years ago, like in a game, doesn't matter if your score, someone on the other team is punching you in the face. (laughs) He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Like you would get absolutely dummied for doing that. And so I think he's just kind of trying, like he's saying that the game's getting weaker or softer or whatever. And that, you know, this is to like gimmicks and and stuff like that. Like I would like, I kind of understand because like your coach is probably not happy at you for doing that kind of play no. because like the chances of that going in are like 0.01 in an NHL game, like very rare for that to happen. So like, I understand how coaches would not be happy with it, but I don't think it's bad for the game. As a fan, I think it's good. And, and as a league in the NHL, who is often trying to expand and be more inclusive, I think that's very good for the game of hockey. I've seen so many videos of like young kids and, and so many people playing hockey, trying to recreate that goal. Mm-hmm. So like I, had that, a, like- I had a friend of mine who was, lives in Canada, but he's from the middle East. So hockey is just not even mm-hmm. like a thought in his everyday life. And he sends me on Instagram, a, a clip of that goal. And he's like, I don't even like hockey, but this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah. It was disgusting. It was so like one I think of the it's, nicest. It was like the nicest assist I've ever seen. Yeah, it's good for growing the game, but uh, as a coach, you don't want your players doing it. I mean, if it works, if I saw Austin Matthews doing that, if he passed that to like Bunting in that way, Paul, if you saw Austin Matthews score in his own net, you'd probably be like, "Yeah, respects." <laughs> okay, Austin Matthews would never score like in his like, own net he's because like, he's not. Campbell's bad. looked too good. Let me just humble him down a bit. No, 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 no. Only Gautier scores on his own net. Okay. All right. Uh, really quick, would you rather, mm-hmm. uh, in relation to our Olympic discussion, uh, you got like 10 seconds to answer for each of you. Uh, would you rather have the NHL players go to the Olympics or not go, keeping in mind what the repercussions of both could be? Obviously, I think in like a, a simplistic standpoint, we all want them to go, mm-hmm. but keeping in mind what it could mean in terms of COVID. Uh, Paul, start with you. I'd rather have them not go to the Olympics just because of anything that can happen that could lead to like their playing time in the NHL. 10 seconds. Zach? I would rather have them go just to be different than Paul. And also because, you know, it's uh, once every four years, rare opportunity. It'd be cool to see uh, a bunch of Leafs over there. Yeah. Also considering the last Winter Olympics, there were no NHL players. 
That's correct. Uh, I will, I will break the tie, and I will side with Paul on this one. I would rather them not go, because I don't think the risk outweighs the reward. Mm -hmm. You, you don't. I understand what Zach's saying, though. You do think the risk outweighs the reward, or you don't think the risk? I don't. I don't think think the the risk risk outweighs the reward. reward. So you think in the the sense that. The, the, risk the risk is greater than the reward. So even so you, if they... So you do think that the risk outweighs the reward? Zach, stop trying to... No, no, no. It's true. No, no, no. I I'm don't right. know. I don't think they should go. You're Literally. confusing me now. Uh, my brain is not meant to deal with these kind of complex math problems, okay? Guys, it's only 6.15 p.m. <laughs> What's going on? It's been a long day. I played pickleball this morning. True oh. statement. Pickleball? You know what pickleball is? cucumber ball. Do you know what pickleball I, is? I went to work today. That's what I did. Pickleball. <laughs> I'm glad. Pickleball is a great sport. You should look it up. All right. The week ahead. Supposed to be three games on tap for this week, but with the Calgary Flames outbreak, we just have two. So we will finish off the Western Canadian road trip in Vancouver on Saturday and then head just down south into Seattle to play the Leafs' first game against the newest Seattle. NHL franchise. Uh, so two games on tap. Zach, you got last week's correct, which means you start us off. Cool. So Paul has two O and O. Paul, why do you have two O and O? Because Vancouver and Seattle suck, and we should beat them. <laughs> That's pulling pulling no punches today, Ryan. No. You also have two O and O. Same yes. reason. Exact same reason. Uh, uh, at least for one of them, because Seattle does suck. Uh, as good as the Canucks have been playing, uh, I think. We have been very good on the road this year, especially when we did our uh, California road trip. We just played a really good game in Edmonton. Coming off that, I, I, I think that we kill the momentum of the Canucks here. Okay. Interesting. I am not the same as the other two. I have one zero and one I think Vancouver is going to keep their win streak alive should they have it when they face us, uh, beat us in overtime. But I do think we'll beat Seattle. Uh, I'd be very surprised if we didn't. Fair enough. Poor Seattle. Maybe they should have picked up uh, Dobby, the free elf. I mean, they they pay their goalies too much for the numbers they put up now. They do. Very Good true. lord, Grubauer's numbers are atrocious. I mean, like oh. we we kind of saw it coming though. Like yeah, just not to this extent, but we figured he was obviously going to regress from going from the best team to the newest. Well, Dobby might be a free elf, but Grubauer is, is swimming with the Kraken. What's Thank you very time? much, everyone, for listening. As always, we do really appreciate it. Uh, at the time of this recording, the Original Six podcast is closing in on 1,000 all-time listens to the podcast. So if you made it this far into the episode, just know we truly appreciate the role you play in us getting here. Who knows what's in store? Maybe cool things, uh, but we are just shy of 30 listens away. So if you're listening right now, send it to a friend. Tell them to listen. Send it to your grandmother. Send it to your grandmother's friend and get them to listen because uh, we want to road to 1,000 here before the year wraps up. So thank you very much. Make sure to follow, subscribe. Check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. We'll see you next week, boys. What are our three favorite words? Brother Gautier sucks. Since Paul took my thing, I'm going to say go Leafs go. (laughs) Dobby Ah. is 
free. Don't forget to take care of the planet and we will see you next time.